Welcome back, people. It's the Taxi Squad Podcast, Episode 6, Season 2. It is currently 5.55 p.m. in the central region of Illinois. And it is February 10th, three days before the Super Bowl. We are back, people. Yes, we are. Hello. Um, It's cold out here. I don't know about you, Mike. Colder than a witch's tit, Vince. Yeah. Um... I'm not enjoying it. I really wish I was in nice and sunny L.A. I checked the weather there. Sick of it. 84, 85 degrees, something like that the other day. I was like, yeah, must be nice. Bro, last week I was recording from sunny Florida. And, you know, now I'm back here. So how do you think I feel? Horrible. Yeah, I'm used to it. (laughs) Yeah, I know. Like, yeah, here, you get a taste for eight days. And now I come back to this shit. Uh, Hey, it's like edging. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> hey, you know, we only got to deal with this for, you know, six months maybe of the year, depending on how it goes. I mean, hell, we've had days in the 30s in June. Oh, yeah. I mean, it, it snowed in April. It snowed on Easter here. Yeah. Literally has done that more than <laughs> once in my lifetime. And I think it was like 50 degrees in December this year. <laughs> yeah, no, it, it, one night it was 65 degrees in December here. That's, so, yeah. Ugh. You know, <laughs> I don't have a problem with it, Vince, if it's like festive, like if it's festive, yeah. be cold and snow and do all that good Dude, shit. That's why it gets bad in like January, February seasonal. Because it's like you're just thing. sitting there and you're like, nothing's going on. Like, I'm really just looking forward to like, I guess, Easter. <laughs> and then like you're just freezing for three months until you get there. It's it's dumb. And then you make summer that much better. So, oh, it does. And then you just get like that one day. You like that one day in February Don't where it's it. like 48 and everybody's yeah, like got their window on. down. Yeah. It's like, it's fucking beautiful outside. Have you been yeah. outside today? Everybody's just kissing each other and like hanging out and like picking up stuff that people dropped and give it back. Like, it's just a happy mood. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's, it's happy and it's strange and unusual all oh, at the same time. What a segue. Wow. Uh, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I hope you like that. And speaking of Strange and Unusual, we are back with another version of Strange and Unusual. So it is Super Bowl week. uh, Very exciting week for all of us sports fans out there. And it is another situation here where Vince, are the Simpsons predicting the future again? At this point, I'm never surprised, but I am concerned as to how they're getting all this shit right. They might. We'll they got, see. They got, they got way too many things right. I mean, hey, if they get all of it right, there's going to be an alien invasion and like a bunch of weird shit. But I'm kind of down for that. I don't think I am. I saw that <laughs> movie Arrival on my way home. Um, oh, yeah. Yeah, that movie's a little fucking weird. Re- I know this is an aside, but how did you like it? I actually really did like it. I, uh, I'm a big Interstellar guy. It's my favorite movie ever. Okay. Um, so I watched that and I was like, yeah, it was good. It's no interstellar, but it was good. Um, Different. You know, some of the conversational things. I'm like, I guess it's up for your interpretation. But yeah, yeah. cinematically, beautifully shot movie. Yeah, beautifully shot. Very interesting in how it was done and the storyline and as to how it picks up. But this isn't a movie podcast. Anyway, watch, the, watch that on the way home. And I was like, okay, it gives me sign for thought. And then I see this about The Simpsons. I mean, it is quite it's quite plausible that you know the creator of the simpsons is a fucking time traveler just saying yeah there's a little graphic going around all of the social medias currently um uh since 34 la 31 it was a it was a chargers it looks like but yeah. still it's you know if you're gonna be that close you might as well get there 
I mean, hey, the Chargers could have been in the Super Bowl this year, but if that's the case, then it's not Cincy, right? Right. So, with all of that being said, it's an L.A. team, so we're just going to roll with it. If this happens, I'm in. I mean, listen, hammer that money line for Joey B. I've been saying yeah. it for weeks. No. I And we said it last week, too, because we were like going over our picks and stuff, and I said I have the right to change my opinion. This might have swayed me, because I was like Rams. It's going to be Rams. I don't know anymore. <laughs> I've been on Joe Shiesty since day one, homie. I know you have. It's it's hard for me to choose, but at this point, I'm like, damn. So this, the Simpsons said it. I have to. I have to take Bengals. <laughs> Joe Shiesty all day long. Let's go hammer that Cincy the money line. Love it. Let's go. And it, hey, if it goes if it goes minus three, that's even even like just ridiculous. If McPherson yeah. hits another game winning field goal, that man's a legend for life. I wonder what the money line is to hit it on the nose. If you're just like, it's 34, 31 or not the money line, excuse me, the payout for that. It's gotta be insane. Oh, stupid margins. I mean, probably like plus 1500, if not more, if that happens, they have to pull the Simpsons off the air, right? I don't know. They might be like a national security problem. <laughs> it very well might be. I mean, Hey, they predicted Trump or being in office. They predicted right. a lot of fun stuff. A lot so. of random shit, a lot of rando stuff. I mean, it is, uh, it's kind of interesting. You know, and maybe it's all just a a matter of uh, coincidence. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Anyway, there is more strange and unusual. Did you see Kyler Murray deleted all of his Instagram photos of any association with the Arizona Cardinals? Yeah, it's weird. Like, I feel like someone does this like once a year at some point. And everybody overreacts. Everybody saw it. What the fuck's up? And then all of a sudden it's like an advertisement or something that they needed to use their Instagram page for and they didn't want it to have the Cardinals name on it or something. I think there could be some merit to this, but also this is what, your three firm or your four? I forgot which one. Like, and they were a pretty good team. So you trying to get that Josh Allen money year three? I mean, probably, but has he I mean he's been really good and he's been in MVP talks, but like he just can't stay healthy. That's his what problem. What do you do? Right, exactly. What do you do in that scenario? But I don't know what they did to piss him off, really. I think there's a lot of instability there with the management and the ownership of the Arizona Cardinals in itself. Where I think he doesn't like Cliffy very much either. No, he loves Cliff. Cliff's his guy. You think so? No, Cliff recruited him out of high school. Mm-hmm. Cliff was at Texas A&M, Mike Leach guy, right? I thought it was Tech. He started at A&M, then went to Tech. Oh, from Mahomes. Yep. Yep. And with that being said, Kyler was recruited to Texas A&M more so by Kingsbury than anybody else. And then once he realized that he wasn't going to start behind Manziel and all that good stuff, he decided (laughs) to jump ship to OU. I love that guy, Johnny Manziel. Think about him often. (laughs) That is crazy, though. I I never knew that. Yeah. So it's I don't think it's it's a Kingsbury thing. I think him and Kingsbury are still boys but i think the management and ownership of that franchise is very impatient and it's shown if you look at it think about think about it they've they've drafted two quarterbacks two years in a row r.i.p josh rosen you know well i mean you know if you buy something and it's bad like you're just gonna throw it away right away and buy another one i swear to (laughs) god we're gonna win some super bowls (laughs) i I still kind of feel bad for him. I don't think he got a fair shot, but it's not like he's going to be any elite quarterback status anyway. Well, what's interesting to me is like him and Mike Evans were seen on the sideline of the Pro Bowl, like they'll call it like flirting 
because they played together yeah yeah like fraternizing like oh yeah what's up bro like all this good stuff like it, it seems like is evans potentially recruiting him to go to tampa could this happen? I mean, if I'm Could Mike Evans, I'm like, what the fuck's going to happen now? <laughs> oh, I know. Like, they won a Super Bowl, so obviously he did what he wanted to do, but, like, it's wide open now. And I don't think, what is it, Kyle Trask? Is he backing him up there? Yeah, and, and I mean, you got Blaine Gabbert, but do you yeah, just give Trask the opportunity? You have to. You're not starting Blaine Gabbert again. He already everybody's giving that guy a shot. He's a background backup for the rest of his career. But like Mike Evans is like, dude, if I can get Kyler Murray or like any of the guys that we have right now, I'm taking Murray. Are they oh, going to yeah. trade him? No, <laughs> no, yeah, they, they can't afford to. So it's either like you resign the guy, give him what he wants. But this is so funny to me. This is such a millennial thing where it's like, Oh, I'm not getting what I want. So I'm going to delete everything off instagram yeah it's like i want to be as passive aggressive as possible and it's like a thing now too and it's kind of like foreshadowing about the nba that we're going to talk about in a little bit but like wanting to trade and forcing yourself out and being like like disinterested in it like it's changed a lot and it's a lot easier to see in person like on twitter or whatever on like instagram whatever you want where people can like air out their grievances and stuff but when someone does something like this it's kind of just like it's speculation and it's often wrong. So I don't know. I don't know what to think about it, but like, do you think everybody's hanging out in the pro bowl? Like, I think everybody's trying. I think everybody's hanging out with the pro bowl. Uh, hopefully you're not hanging out with Alvin Kamara. Cause I mean, Oh boy. Yeah. That was pretty strange. Oh boy. Broke a dude's orbital bone. Yeah. Let's talk about that for a second. Cause I've literally forgot to put it in this thing. Broke a dude's orbital bone. He said that he got a couple punches in. Do you see that? And his when he talked to the police initially, and then they saw the surveillance video, and it was like him and his boys just going in. And I really want to know what actually happened there, but you know, he fucked him up. If you're a like, if you're a millionaire professional athlete, what do you? Who could piss you off that bad? Right. Well, who put the fucking Pro Bowl in Vegas? <laughs> I mean, that's a genius idea <laughs> it from is, a marketing then, standpoint. Know, those boys are going wild, I'm sure. Oh, I dude. would, I'll tell you that. And I'm right in the middle of the age group of these boys. Absolutely. Like, I would be there tying one on, but I, I'm a millionaire at that point. I'm not here to punch anybody in the face. Yeah, straight up. I'm I here mean, to get other things in my face, but I mean, that's about it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm certainly not violent, so that wouldn't be me either, but... Yeah, I, I don't mean, know. I I think it was like something about this guy like talking shit or something of that. Who cares? That regard, and then they just like went off, I guess. But it's just I don't know. You kind of see the you see the video, you see what's up. Um, not the video, but the pictures rather that I saw. I'm just like that guy got absolutely fucking smoked. Well, and, th- and now he'll get paid too because he's gonna yeah. sue the shit out of him. Oh, yeah. And then not only that, chances are now he's a Jeopardy not playing next year. I mean, it's it's bad news bears, bro. It's bad yeah. news bears. But to add one final thought, uh, the whole deleting the Instagram yes. pictures and stuff, I, I equate it to like the professional equivalence of removing someone from your top eight of MySpace. Exactly. <laughs> that shit was, dude, that shit was awesome back in the day. I mean, if you got removed from someone's top eight or you chose to remove someone from your top eight. Yeah. Shit was real. Or even shifting it. It's like, why am I not one anymore? 
Dude, I remember like one. back what the in fuck? the why am I not one? back in the day I was like yeah I'm in fucking seventh grade or something like that she's like oh I got a crush on a girl like she's immediately moving top five and then if she chats with me and she's going to four you know what I'm saying <laughs> and all my boys I'm just like get down there you don't give a fuck <laughs> it's like dude what the fuck I'm not in your top three anymore Jake, no dude young man <laughs> you don't understand I got hormones going and stuff right I now I didn't have any hormones yet I was in seventh grade. <laughs> Hey, the pen fits. You're right. My voice didn't drop till I was a sophomore. I was five three until I was a sophomore. So that yeah, this is a little guy. This is a little guy. Yeah. Hey, hey, sometimes you gotta get the game up. Early, I was a know? little guy. I'm six feet now, so don't there mess you with go. Me. Don't mess with Vinny. Don't mess with the <laughs> taxi squad, Vince. I was in choir. Don't mess with me. <laughs> don't fuck around. I will hit that falsetto. Um, um, but to to continue into this NFL Saints topic. Mm-hmm. So Dennis Allen gets announced as the new head coach for the Saints. We which all expected we all, it, right? We all saw it coming. Yeah. And with all of that being said, I mean, now he's potentially at jeopardy of losing his starting running back, which is like the key cog to this yeah. offense because he doesn't have a quarterback. Right, so exactly. What, and James is a free agent now, too. So it's not like he's even like kind of getting slotted in there. They don't have anybody. Lasik Jameis is potentially leaving, going back to Tampa. Yeah, he's a free agent right now. I don't think he probably should do that. I mean, I'm being they, honest, <laughs> he knows the offense. He knows what it's about. It would make sense for him now that he has the LASIK surgery to hop on the train. Yeah. Could you imagine if he's playing in Tampa and he can see now? <laughs> That's amazing. He's going to he's going to go off. And then, you know, Kyler won't go there. So I love it. Good idea. <laughs> yeah. I, mean, I, I don't think Kyler's going anywhere. They would be silly. Silly, silly to get rid of him. But this is going to definitely be something to monitor because the cap situation for the Saints sucks. It's bad. It's bad. And, and I don't know what they're going to do. I think they're just going to have to bite the bullet and suck for like the next five years. That's probably going to happen. And I think that's kind of why this Dennis Allen move makes sense, too, because he's kind of he's already built up some rapport with the fan base. So it's kind of like, OK, like this is what it's going to be. We're going to have to deal with this. I think they all kind of get it. I mean, obviously. Especially in Chicago, too. It's like sometimes you just want to win the next year no matter what. But in this regard, with the Saints having as long of a tenure as they've had being really good, it's like you kind of have to give some good faith to the organization. Understand it's going to take a couple of years to get back on their feet. Their ownership gets it. I'll give them that yeah. much. They've gotten it for a long, long time. Hell Mickey yeah. Loomis is a hell of a GM. So and then, I, you know, And it takes luck, too. They say best skills luck. They got Drew Brees, and it worked out, so. Yeah, true. I don't know if they'll repeat that twice or, you know, hit, have lightning strike twice for him, but time will tell on that. But Kamara now potentially facing prison time and where that's going to go. This is going to be uh, this is going to be something to monitor. And Cam Jordan all speculation in the last couple of years of his deal. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. Michael yeah, yeah, Thomas is looking to split too. Looks like he's looking for a new destination. <sighs> Dude, if I was any team, I'd almost want, not want him. Why? <laughs> it just seems like it's like, I mean, again, he's injured and shit. So like, it is what it is. It just seems like he's like a rough guy to get along with. Maybe that's just me uh, saying, but it, I don't know. He's a really good receiver, but I haven't seen him play football in what feels like 15 years. <laughs> Let's see. He took last year off and everybody was holding him in the stash box for fantasy. And it's like, mm. right. Exactly. It's like chances are that ain't going to happen. Um, but yeah, I think he's going to leave. I think he's going to leave. I think, I think you're going to see a weird influx of players like start heading to go play in Cincinnati. (laughs) 
Possibly. I'm not putting a wide receiver on that team, though. <laughs> no, that's the last <laughs> no, thing. No one's, no one's going there to be a wide receiver right now. They're pretty much stocked. Did you see the latest that Gronk was like, if there's anybody I'm going to play with, yeah. it's Joey B? Right. Well, that's he's the only person that's afforded the luxury of just being able to just tell it out. where he wants to go. <laughs> he's like, I'm just going to go here. Like, Tom Brady leaves. He, like, you saw the whole clip about him getting traded to the Lions. Oh, yeah. And he's like, well, yeah. how can you he trade me? Started, I'm retired. He's like, I'm retired. And then he started laughing. And then Tom came back. He's like, I want to go to the Bucks. <laughs> he just went to the Bucks. So genius. I mean, he's he might be the best tight end ever. Like, X and A, Tony Gonzalez, I guess. But like, he's probably the only person that can do that. But him going to the Bengals would be ridiculous. Uzuma is good, but Gronk would be far better. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Gronk and Joey B, and then Jamar Chase, and then that running game. I mean, even D. Higgins, Boyd, like Boyd's got, Boyd's serviceable. I think T. Boyd Higgins is as very a underrated. free though. Yeah, he already is. And that's what I'm saying. That's fucking money in the bank. A lot of a lot of teams would take him as two. There's a couple that would take him as a one. Fuck the Bears <laughs> would take him as a one right now. Yeah, straight up. Now that they don't have Allen Robinson. All right. Yeah. yeah. Okay. He could catch the ball when he wanted to, basically. <laughs> if he goes to a good team, he's gonna go off. I already know. Hey Vince. Yeah. Welcome to Miami. <laughs> That's the fifth time I've heard someone say that. Today. Welcome to Miami, Vince. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. I love it. I think it's great. Um, it's the most millennial thing of all time. Yeah. So McDaniel to the Dolphins. I'm sure everybody's kind of seen that. Um, he was the OC at San Francisco, but all of these press conferences have me just giddy. He's the goofiest looking dude ever. He like, doesn't great. look like he belongs to be a head coach. No, not at all. Not <laughs> at all. He looks like a weird accountant, but he's cool. He's seemingly cool as hell. Do you want to know what confuses me the most about this hire? Well, what's that? He said that he wants to go work in a place with legal marijuana. There's no legal marijuana in Florida. It's coming. It's got to. I, I mean, coming. I went there. I went there like a couple months ago and it surprised the shit out of me i was like what it's not like i Weed thought everything was legal everywhere. in florida <laughs> i thought everything was legal in florida i don't know what's going on here yeah you can't gamble yet there too i mean once once gambling becomes legal there and marijuana becomes mm-hmm. legal there i mean it's like all legal that point just legalized blow that's I mean, what I'm saying. You got people with like no limbs, like where running does it on their like shoulders and like make doing backflips and shit, and then you can't even sports bet. <laughs> Florida's known for the meth, man. I mean, it Florida. is. There are some doozies in Florida, my guy. There are some nice spots, but I wouldn't say I'm an overall fan of Florida. <laughs> it depends. <laughs> I don't on know where if that's a are. hot take. It right. depends on where you are. Anywhere like, in well, the middle, I'm worried. <laughs> yeah, you want to be on Besides a coast like for sure. <laughs> yeah. Sarasota is awesome. Yeah. Uh, Tampa's cool. St. Pete's is really cool. Jacksonville Uh, is Newsville, USA. Yeah. You might (laughs) might as well be. You might as well be in like the suburbs of Chicago, but Florida. Yeah, for sure. Like there is a beach in Jacksonville, I guess. Former co-host RIP, but like. Oh, yeah. Oh yeah. Rest in peace to that guy. He's still alive. In case somewhere, I, I guess. But he's dead to I, us, brother. Not, 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 not the fuck I would know. <laughs> Jesus. Anywho, 
I like. I it's like, gonna be a running joke forever. You forever, know, right? forever. Like if someone's listening to it right now, we're gonna talk about it later, and we're not gonna explain, and you're gonna be the only person that gets it. So <laughs> have a history of the, uh, the Taxi Swap podcast now. R.I.P. Uh, but for <laughs> real though, like this hire to me is it's a good one for the Dolphins. I think this is good for Tua better than anybody. I think McDaniel's will get the most out of Tua. I like it. I'm gonna have a hard time since. McDaniels got hired in Las Vegas. I'm going to have a really hard time deciphering like which person we're talking about. Mike McDaniels. Mike McDaniel. Ooh. And Josh McDaniels. Oh, sorry. It's br- no, I'm just saying in general, like I'm going to fuck that up so many times. Oh yeah. The, 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 the wrong and fastest on the syllables here. I tell you, it's just, it's just not cool that they would hire two coaches. With hey, as long as it's not like Michael point. McDonald. Well, yeah, like we were yeah. calling Rich Bisaccia, Bisicchia for a while. Not right. <laughs> What's the matter with you? Hey, Bisaccia. You're going to get the Italian hands at that point. Oh, but no, we for have real. To hate, we have to. Sorry, go on. I do there like the hire. I'm saying I like the hire. Yeah, me too. Um, the only worry that I have now is like, obviously, all the other shit that's going on with the Dolphins. Um, yeah. If Steven Ross stays out of it, they're probably good. That GM, I don't know much about but i don't know all the blind brian flores stuff is gonna have to work itself out because it seems pretty scummy right now from the outside so yeah that's a whole other mess like they're they're not trying to tank anymore obviously so it's not no. like he's gonna get paid 200 grand for losing but no we'll see i, I mean know, man time will only tell i just love the guy's hip-hop references great because- because he hits one Will Smith, and then a couple weeks ago in the NFC Championship game, reporter's name is Mike Jones, and he goes, who? <laughs> Genius. Like, this this Genius. man is my idol. Let's go. I mean, it's like the youth movement and coaching. Youth. You know? Youth. There's, they're coming everywhere, and sadly, we're getting closer to the age where that makes a lot of sense to us. And all the jokes are going to be outdated, <laughs> except for Although, us. Although, I mean, like... compared to history, I mean, they're... I mean, guys are getting hired younger yeah. and younger. I mean, McVay got hired at like 35 or whatever. So. 30. He was, he was 30? 30. Straight up? He was oh, my age, that. dog. <laughs> Impressive. Guys on the team were older yeah. than him when he started. Two Super Bowls before his 40 is crazy. It's bananas. It's bananas. <laughs> I mean, that that man's a legend. I give yeah. him credit. Although no what's doubt. cool to see about McVay is like how he has like this photographic memory. Like they will ask yeah. him like, Okay, 2019. Yeah, against the Rams or or against and the it's, Chiefs. It's not even that 12. too. When they asked that too in that one interview that he had, they were like like Redskins 2015, and he knew those plays, which is just insane to me that you can remember all of that. And I guess like you know photographic memory. Question though, is that a bad thing? Why would that be a bad thing in the football? Because then when something, no, I mean, it might not only be football, you know, it probably crosses over for everything in his life. So he's just going to remember everything. (laughs) That would be hell for me. (laughs) I mean, he's just, he's just that prodigy, man. I mean, he's a badass. Yeah. So I doubt he, you know, everything's good for him right now. Boy wonder. I mean, for real though, it's, it's going to be interesting. I mean, all these hires across the league are getting interesting. I mean, Lovey Smith got hired again that how, how in the fuck when there's I guys like Eric the enemy out there, <laughs> I just explain to me how that makes sense. The Texans are a dumpster fire, bro. Like bad. Oh. 
And like, I don't know if you want to bring in a first year head coach, like unseasoned to come in and try to do that. I know what you're saying. And there's a lot of guys left out and like, yeah, like obviously Flores wasn't going to get hired. So like he was out of the, out of the bucket there, but like be enemy and maybe bring Leslie Frazier back, all this stuff. Like Lovey Smith went through years of it. He's had ironclad defenses. I think this is just like a safe hire. They're like, let's get our shit back together. Um, cause they, they, they fired that other guy. I forgot his name, David Culley, I think something like yeah. that. Um, and they want to bring in somebody with a little bit of experience that knows what he's doing. So it makes sense to me. I don't think he's going to bring them anywhere that they want to be, but I'm expecting Deshaun Watson off the team pretty soon. So they can start over fresh. Does Deshaun Watson go to Miami with Mike McDaniel? I don't know. He talked to Tua a second ago on that plane. I don't know. I think know. he probably goes to Pittsburgh. That would be too smart. That would be too smart. I mean, he's got the running game. He's got the culture. He's got it all. Now he's just got to keep his, you know what, in his pants. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, you know the Steelers, though. They uh, like quarterbacks a little bit of spunk. It's <laughs> <laughs> the only thing I'm going to say about that. Moving uh, on. Doug yeah. Peterson to the Jags, Mike? Talk about another safe fucking hire. What happened? Okay, so I like that. I like that move. I was talking about it with the Bears, too. It's like, you know. Recent Super Bowl show up. He kind of just got a little bit of a tiff with the front office, and that is what it is. But I thought Byron Leftwich was as good as hired. Yeah, he didn't want anything to do with that GM. Which is probably smart. Yeah. Why leave you know? Why leave a, a already good situation when the only thing you need is a quarterback, and you already have one that you're grooming? They wasted a second-round pick on the guy. They clearly like him. Yeah. So, I mean. It's, I think, like, uh for this specifically with left, which getting hired is similar to getting like drafted high in the draft where yeah. it's like, there's only 32 positions and you want to be able to, when you get one, you seize it, you do it. But also there's something to be said about like, you know, Trevor Lawrence going to the Jaguars. It's kind of like, you know, he's kind of set up for failure a little bit. I kind of feel like left, which might've felt the same way where it was kind of like, okay, I'm going into a place where I know I can do what I need to do correctly instead of just taking the position because it was given to or not given to him, but like available to him. Well, I mean, the flip side of that is Joe Burrow, Joe Burrow, third yeah. year in the league. And now he is going to a Super Bowl. No, second yeah, year in the league. second year. Yeah. He was injured. Yesterday. My bad. Jeez. I mean, second year in the league guys taking a franchise that was a dumpster fire. And has I mean, we were talking about Zach Taylor. Like he fucking blew early. I thought year. he did. Yeah. I, I well, was yeah, not a fan. I said we because I was trying to be collective brothers, but it was mostly just you. But yeah, I was very critical of Zach Taylor, and he proved yeah. me wrong. I give him, I mm-hmm. give the guy credit. That coaching staff over there really pulled it up, and I mean Joey B is proven himself to be a guy. And hey, we also reserve the right to change our opinions literally within five minutes. That's that's no the joys of shit. That's joys of having a fucking Mike's podcast. Always loved Zach Taylor. He's always loved. I've him. always been a fan. <laughs> No, the I past, mean, the listen, past people, two weeks has been amazing. <laughs> people got to prove it to you. And yeah, to no me, doubt. that's like anything in life. So he's proved himself. He's here. Guy's inherently positive, which I like. You know, Peterson's that like way too. Yeah. And, and yeah. Peterson seems that I, I think this is a smart hire. I, I would have preferred left, because I like the legacy factor. Yeah. And I also like the factor that he took an offense from nothing to something. Granted, he had Tom Brady. So how much of that is him and then how much of that is Tom Brady? I have no And idea. also and the thing too is like I don't know, it really depends on the players that are on the team. 
But like, how the fuck do you get Nick Foles to come in and win a Super Bowl? <laughs> like, I know Carson Wentz was playing out of his goddamn mind, but it just worked out so well. It was just lightning in a bottle, bro. Yeah. It was just lightning in a bottle that, you know, what that... do you attribute it to, though? Like, do you attribute that to coach? Do you attribute it to coaching? Because coaching so, and that legit big D Foles just coming in, dick swinging, ready for his yeah. opportunity. Greatest he... backup, worst starter. <laughs> yeah, I don't know how that makes sense, but it doesn't. It does, though, right? Well, that NFC championship game against the Vikings, like he lit them up through for like 350 mm-hmm. yards or some shit. It yeah. was stupid. How much he threw for in that game. The stats on that game are something insane. They blew him out. And I mean, some say, did the Vikings even have any business being in that game with the the Minnesota Minneapolis Mir- Miracle or whatever? Yeah, the Minnesota, Minnesota Miracle and all that good stuff. But like that shit was electric, though. I saw that video every now and then and they're in our division. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, whatever. Um, but still, I, I'm very much so on the side of. Is left with a guy. I don't think he's gonna get a job at this point. I think he's just gonna roll out with the with the Bucks at this point. I mean, I, aren't game. all the positions filled? Yeah, they are at this at, at this stage so. of the game. They are filled. Peterson, I think, will be a good hire for Trevor Lawrence, and I think that's what they thought of. So, yeah, no doubt. Get his hands on a great young quarterback. He's got all the draft picks he has to build this thing. He knows what that looks like to build a championship team in the and modern gets- NFL era. Get some like some systems and procedures in place too, because Urban Meyer fucked up that whole entire place. Such a piece of and, shit. And like that's kind of again too with the same point that I made about the Texans. It's like you almost want to bring in a guy that's like, all right, I've seen a couple things. Like I know what the hell's gonna happen. Like right, this is how I'm gonna run shit. I'm not gonna come in here and like off of like advice from people that I worked with in the past. Like he knows what he's doing based on experience. So we'll come in and kind of set it clean, and then. Fuck. I mean, maybe in four years, they might hire a new coach and be like, hey, we got something set in place now. And it's a lot easier to pivot because, you know, there's some there's some foundation to this house. Well, every team strikes gold every so they now and again. The plants. They <laughs> they're going to water. They're going to fertilize. They went to the playoffs. Mike. <laughs> they're going to give the plant food, miracle grow. And we're going to see where they go. Yeah, but for real, though, I, I, I do like I do like the hire. And I feel as if that it will be good for Trevor Lawrence long term. Now, here's a question for you. Let's back the truck up here or let's fast forward five years from now. Okay. Who's the better quarterback? Justin Fields, Trevor Lawrence. Trevor Lawrence. You think so? Oh, yeah. Why? Uh, He's got more intangibles. I'm Because there's no way to look at this. I mean, year one, you can't make a distinctive opinion on either of them. If you would if you would compare the trajectory to any existing starting NFL quarterback, who yeah. would it be and why? For Trevor Lawrence? Yeah. He was highly touted coming out too. Oh yeah. I have someone in mind, but I want your opinion. Oh boy. I'm trying to think of like I guess Baker. Baker. Or- not even Baker because Trevor Lawrence is bigger and better, <laughs> mm-hmm. but I'm saying like first overall kind of a deal. Maybe Andrew Luck. Bingo. That that's what comes. Thinking? That's exactly what comes to my yeah. mind. I feel like he's a taller, athletic, more athletic version than Andrew Luck. If that's even yeah. possible. Not as smart, probably just based on the whole Stanford thing, but 
Probably not. No. Could have more football intangibles, but Andrew Luck was a fucking stud when he played in the NFL. He was amazing. They just couldn't protect him. Right. There is another thing. I, f- I feel as if the trajectory for Justin Fields is more so of that of Russell Wilson. Yeah. Yeah, but Russell you Wilson hope didn't for have Russell any other pressure, though. You hope for Russell Wilson. He was third-round draft pick. Come in and do something. He did a lot. Justin Fields is like, you know, what was he? Like, You're the 11? savior. You're the right. savior. Yeah, Vince, it was 11. We lost our damn minds. I know. There's a video. Go check it out on the TikToks. Go check it out um, on the TikToks. 188,000 views. No, no, no lying. They're both the thing is though too, like Andrew Luck was following Peyton Manning, which definitely has its like oh fuck, what am I gonna do? Like I'm following Peyton Manning, but also like there's structure and like there's there's quarterback, like there's intelligent quarterbacking going on there. The, the I mean, besides Blake Bortles, put a big X nay on Blake Bortles because he's a god. Besides Blake Bortles, the Jaguars and the Bears have never had a good quarterback. <laughs> Don't hate on fucking Mark Brunel. Yeah, yeah, he was okay. <laughs> Don't hate was, on Mark Brunel. He was talented, but he's not hes not a needle mover, you know? Yeah, I could see it. Interesting. I just wanted your opinion. Let's keep it moving. Hey, you going to answer it? I, I personally believe, and maybe this is the homer in me, I think it's going to be very close. I think it's going to be very close. I, I don't really have, like, a definitive answer, but like I said, my comparisons are going to be Andrew Luck and Russell Wilson. Both great. What about Zach Wilson? Zach Wilson. That's Zach, a fun one. Zach Wilson gives me, like, weird J.P. Losman vibes. <laughs> like, what a fool. <laughs> I mean, like, we, like everybody, he's an athlete. <laughs> he's got a big arm. He's this. He's that. He can uh, run. And then and it didn't work out so well. It gives me, like, short version of... Carson Wentz, but I don't know. We'll see. Or Jay Cutler. You know, you're probably more right about that than any other. He's Mm -hmm. definitely like Jay Cutler. Little Jay for me. Big arm athlete. You know, we'll see if he can bring and rally the troops. You know, the Jets are going to be in some interesting predicaments coming up next year. So they got a ton of draft picks, but that doesn't mean RB and they got Elijah Moore playing wide receiver. So they're better off than they were last year. That guy just exploded for you last year. Absolute badass. I mean, that's Love the only it, thing man. we could do in fantasy that was right. You're right. And you're right about that, kid. <laughs> so, I mean, listen, are you sick of the Roman numerals for the footballs, for the for the Dude, NFL? yeah. Yeah. So, and this is just something that came to mind because I was, like, looking at all the advertisements and stuff, randomly scrolling down the timeline. Why the fuck? And I get it because it's like, oh, it's old and it seems classic and all that shit. No one reads the Roman numerals. No one knows how to read. Like, I know how to read them, but then I have to be like, fuck, what does X mean? X means 10. Shit like that. Just put Super Bowl 52, 53, 54, whatever. Why can't you just put the number? I don't get it. Uh, I feel as if that the NFL is one of tradition. And that's yeah, but they how they started. In Roman times. No, but it's, that was it's like 1950s. A, well, they didn't want to give it up quite yet. And they were like, they already Super made Bowl numbers I. at that point. Super Bowl I. It gives it, yeah. it gives it the thought process of if you've ever seen the movie Any Given Sunday, mm-hmm. it gives it the thought process of that of one of, you know, it's like they're 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 gladiators in the arena, yeah, yeah, and they're and they're fighting for their life, although they're fighting for millions of dollars in a trophy. Right. But 
And their life, though, technically. Because if you don't win a million dollars in the trophy, you do die. (laughs) Right. Now, that would bring a whole other layer to this shit, right? It's like the losing team gets executed. (laughs) What type of morbid shit is this? The Bears were good for the first four weeks, but then they died in the fifth week. (laughs) It's like, you know, we just had to get rid of them. We just had to get rid of them. One thing I can think about from a marketing standpoint is it requires somebody to look at the logo for longer. So I guess from that point, you're at least getting like brand recognition, yeah. but like, it just drives me nuts at this point because like, I just can't read it. And then I look it up and then people are like, which Super Bowl is it? And then I'm like, ah, 50. So the only sport that does it though, think of it. You know, it's not the world series number yeah, 88. Count that shit. Right. It's, it's not the, Super Bowl. the NBA finals number 72. It's it. No, yeah. it doesn't. But it doesn't then again, work. This way. is one game. One time. One shot. One winner. Kill winner takes all. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. Doubtful they'll ever change it because that's Cadell's thing, and they make yes, too much money on it. doesn't change shit. So, yeah, no, we'll see, we'll see, mm-hmm. and then we'll hey, see. Hey, big thing. Good Adam Shefty, you know my mixed feelings about According that. According to my sources, he reported the NFL will play their first regular season game in Munich, Germany, in 2022. Yeah, four games altogether through 2025. Thoughts. That's good. Um, it's just trying to get that that recognition overseas, you know. Yeah. I mean, we'll see. We'll see how that's all going to work with the status of the European countries and Ukraine yeah. and Russia and all that good shit right now. Who knows? I mean, if that's that even going to be too, a possibility. Though, we got we got at least a couple months in ahead of us here. Yeah. <laughs> but even so, like, it's an interesting thought. They're just trying to get more of a. Trying to get more of a landscape for the NFL. I think it was smart. I thought London was kind of running dry. I get that they all like it and all that, but you know, kind of bring it around. They should have stuck places. with the Mexico thing. I like the Mexico thing. They when wanted they did, to. They should continue to do, you do that. You remember to see? You saw what that fucking stadium looked like last year. It was yeah. They canceled the game because it was like the the grass wasn't taken care of. There's no way they're running an NFL game on there. I think they wanted to do that. You think the grass was, would be taken care of? It's right. Well, that's what I'm saying. It was like a soccer place, but like it just wasn't. So there, I don't think, I just don't think you're trying to cross that bridge again. Well, let's move on to the NBA trade deadline was today. Vince, big, big day. Why don't you kick us off of what happened in the NBA world? Yes. A lot happened. Um, I am going to not bury the lead, even though it's written like I'm going to Ben Simmons, Seth Curry, Andre Drummond and two first round picks go to the Nets for James Harden and Paul Millsap. Dang. Supposedly huge, huge implications here. Ben Simmons hasn't played all year. He's coming back. He's going to team up with KD and half of Kyrie Irving. Um, supposedly, according to Bleacher Report, yesterday James Harden was screaming in any possible way he can to get out of Brooklyn. I don't know why. I guess he doesn't like that Kyrie's not playing every game. But this was big because it took two disgruntled quote-unquote stars, I guess, out of positions where they weren't happy. Well, this is, But it's, weird. it's I, weird. I don't look at Ben Simmons as a star, A. B, yeah. James Harden. That's why I quote-unquoted it because they're James, talking like he's a star. Not a star. You're not getting what you had in, in return, basically. You're not um, a star if you can't shoot. <laughs> no, no. You, in this <laughs> league anymore, you got to yeah. be able to shoot. <laughs> exactly. And, and that's the name of this game. So I don't feel as if the return that they received is necessarily that. It will set them up better for the future. 
Now, James Harden has done this more than once. He he did this. He's done and, this more than once in a year, bro. Exactly. So it's not a surprise. He's just a fucking diva. I think and it he'll is do it, He'll do it again next year. Because, well, the thing is, is like people. So both of these were weird for sure. Get to Simmons in a moment. But James Harden was like, he's a diva. Sure. But forcing out of a situation like that seems kind of ridiculous. Like supposedly the argument between like like Harden like Durant Durant like Kyrie Harden doesn't like Kyrie because Kyrie doesn't play every game which I get I would totally be on the same side it's like dude we're trying to do something here you can only play half the games whatever it's a very um it's a nuanced situation for sure but the thing with James Harden is he wanted out of Houston because the cap was bad yada 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 the team wasn't as good they didn't win which is cool, and he did, and he left, and that happens every now and then. He goes to Brooklyn based around, like, a badass team. They're, like, really good. Kyrie can't play for half the season. And all of a sudden, he's like, eh, get me out of here. And the thing is, is that his contract ends this year. So he's going to probably get re-signed by the Sixers now for a max, and he's going to be, like, 37, making 35 mil. And he doesn't look that good this year. So I don't like, think he's gonna get the max. I don't think they're gonna. I run think him he the is. Max. Someone's no giving him the max. They're Someone not gonna. Is. Well, it's not gonna be them. I don't foresee it because here's the here's another issue that everybody forgets. Okay, Harden is great, but he's dependent upon ball movement, and if you don't really have that, okay, he's the only one that doesn't move the ball. Right. Right. And Joel Embiid is another human. Who needs that movement? Then get him the ball in the post. post now, area. if they don't if they don't play well together, this could even be a blessing or a curse. Embiid needs somebody to facilitate with him. And if he you doesn't, you want to know what Embiid needs? Ben Simmons. Ben Simmons. <laughs> well, <laughs> except Ben Simmons it. is a dickhead, <laughs> well, but he ben plays S- perfectly the way Embiid needs him to. The NBA... And they picked Markel Fultz to shoot the goddamn ball, and he forgot oh, how to do that. Oh, God, yeah, that was a miserable <laughs> They got so line. screwed. Markel Fultz. They were like, oh, this is the guy. And then, He's good in Orlando now, but he's like a facilitator. Think about how the Sixers are kicking themselves that they traded that pick that they could have taken and, and, and sent it to the Celtics. Yeah. I they mean, Jason Tatum. It's just insane. Stupid. You could have had Tatum, a star in this league, matched with Joel Embiid, but you overthought it, and you fucked up. Yeah, I mean, Fultz was consensus. It's just... Everybody's like, oh, Mark Fultz, Mark. Yeah, he got the yips he was, real bad. Dude, he was fucking good in college. I don't know if you remember that, but he was fucking good. That's the thing, though. In the NBA... And his jump just, shot was good. That transfers. In the NBA, it doesn't always look that way. And, and, and you look at second-round picks, like A.O., or a io io yeah io for the bulls who would have thought he would be that he's got that dog in him right and that's what you need who would have thought jimmy butler would have been that guy another yeah, second he was, round pick i think he was like was he end of the first round first no end of first round 30 march like yeah like that's what i'm saying it's not always where you're where you're taking but how you're taking and who it's who your gets skill, their hands cool on skill you. tree yeah yeah so this like you see it time to time NBA is a little bit easier to draft than like other sports for sure. Well, but, there's like, only still. two rounds. I mean, that's it. And yeah, and there's only five positions, which is a big thing too. But like, you know, baseball is impossible to draft. It takes forever and whatever. Oh it yeah. Be. Baseball drafts is a nap fest. But you know, you can draft one guy and change your whole trajectory right off the bat here. Um, yeah, I don't know. And like on the Ben Simmons side, going to Brooklyn, 
the thing with this is that the Sixers had to pay a lot. And that makes sense because initially they're like, we want to starve for Ben Simmons. And then if you in your head are like, I'm going to, it's like trading a card. And you're like, this card isn't going to work for me, but it will for you. And also it's worse than your card. <laughs> and then you're like, okay, cool. We want, we want a superstar for that. And they were going to, and a lot of people are saying, hey, the Sixers got fleeced by this, hard to want it out. It's important to remember that Ben Simmons had zero trade value for the for the other team. The other team, they'll play for it. It's great for them, but for the Sixers, it's nothing. It's ixnay. Nothing's going to happen. So that's why they sent Drummond and Seth Curry and two first-rounders. The problem with that, though, for the 76ers is that they lose a lot of shooting and they lose a backup center. First-rounders, Sixers are going to be in the in the 20s every year, so it's like neither here nor there in my opinion. But if you draft well, you can, you can replace what you gave up yeah, here. Yeah, but... No problem. The, the percentage of like starters or like top rotation guys that are drafted in the late first round is, is so low. True. You know, like it's you're basically selling a bet on two first rounders. If it's a if they're well, a bad team Harden, and they're horrible. Harden was a late round draft. Harden <laughs> there, was he was thirteen, I think, right? I mean, still Harden That's was lottery a, though. They're not going to be in the lottery. No. Well, I mean, maybe uh, I, I doubt it. And Bede's going to have to stay healthy. Harden's yeah. going to have to give the ball up, and it's going to be interesting to see how this works. I don't see how it works. <laughs> yeah, me either. I don't see how any of these guys fit. It just seemed like they forced their hand into situations where they don't fit. It makes more sense for the Nets, though. I guess. Because at least you got off-the-ball shooters. Like, Duran is an off-the-ball shooter. You're fine there. They brought Seth Curry and Drummond in with them, which I think is, like, really underrated part of this deal. Andre Drummond because, is overrated in general. But he's still getting you 12 to 15 rebounds if he's starting, which yeah, the, is important for a team that doesn't need a score. They just need a rebounder. And then Seth Curry's just wet as shit from three. The only thing I hope is that Paul Millsap gets released and that he comes to Sizable. the Bulls. <laughs> yeah, that's all <laughs> I, I'm really hoping for this. I agree as well. We'll see what happens there. But um, yeah, big implications, and it's very connected to the Bulls too, just because these are top teams in the East swapping guys. Right, Simmons hasn't played this year, and B doesn't play, or and B plays extremely well against the Bulls. So getting oh, hard in there, how's that going to work out? Destroyed us the other night. Absolutely yeah, when you don't have any big lunch. guys, you're fucked. Vucevic doesn't play great defense. That's been a that's been a known thing. No, 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 Vince. He doesn't play defense. There's a difference. <laughs> he doesn't play great defense. To he doesn't play defense or two totally doesn't different fall things. Out. I get it, but I'd much rather have a guy to get in your grill and at least give you some sort of contest than to just continue to just let him make the same fucking shot and fade out every shot on you. And you You need like a rim eater like they need a rim eater and they didn't pick up anything. And that's the thing, too. There's more trades, but the Bulls didn't trade for anybody, which I'm cool with. They're going to do it's addition by injury report. I agree. Because you don't know what you got. This is the first year. You're not going to go. You're not going to overwhelm yourself by trying to do that. Pat Williams is coming back in March. That was announced today. So fuck it. We got our PF back. So we're good there. Caruso, Lonzo is coming back. It's like it's those things in baseball where it's like the best addition is the guy who was already on your team. All those injuries are going to be our trade deadline additions. So well, what I'll say is this for the Bulls, as I've said a couple of times, we both agree on this, is that this is a good time for the young guys to get experience against real deal ball clubs yeah. and get an understanding of what it's like to play the best of the best. Mm-hmm. 
And then when the big boys come back, daddy steps in again. Well, now you got that experience and now you got guys coming off the bench who got the got their reps. And you got Kobe shooting pretty well. Io's come on like a fucking beast. beast. So that's Sud. that's great to see. The only thing is, is that you're getting back to point guard slash shooting guards. You have two point guard slash shooting guards that are kind of budding. And then you got Vucevic and Pat Williams. And like Javante Green 6'4", and he's playing power forward. There's just no size. So that's going to be the worry going down the stretch. And there's a lot of buyouts. Ennis Cantor Freedom got released today. Don't know if you saw that. I didn't. Um, yeah, so he got released, but I don't know if they're trying to add him to the <laughs> to the locker room based on his uh, outward, uh, what do you call it, social media doing and all that. So. Didn't he play for? Didn't he play for the Nuggets? Didn't Ennis Cantor play for the for the Nuggets? I Am I thinking somebody else. He was he was drafted by the Jazz. I know that. Um, okay, and then he was on the Celtics for a bit. But he's he's bumped around a bunch. He was on the Knicks as well. Um, mm. He's pretty good. But again, I don't know if they're going to want to add him. So I think buyout market's a good thing to watch, especially for a big man. Um, the 76ers also dropped Moses Brown, who's a pretty good center. And they had to drop him to make the specifics of this trade work. So I don't know. The Bills, Bulls got a lot of stuff. But moving on to one of the crazier trades, this uh, NBA trade deadline. Tyrese Halliburton, Buddy Heald, and Tristan Thompson from the Kings go to the Pacers for DeMontis Sabonis, Justin Holiday, Jeremy Lamb, and a second-round pick. And for this... people that aren't, like, extremely plugged in, Tyrese Halliburton's been balling. What? Like, I mean, what are the Kings? Make it make sense, Kings. I mean, for no, it real, doesn't. Make it make sense, bruh. I like to, to like, watch... Uh, you know, like you don't want a car when a car crash happens and you like watch the car yeah. crash because you're like, yeah. what the fuck? Or a I like doing wreck. that. On, I like, yeah, exactly. I like doing that on Reddit. Mm-hmm. I like, so I went to the King's Reddit the other day. Oh my God. First off, didn't know there was that many Sacramento Kings fans. And second off, they are pissed. <laughs> and they should could be. You, could you blame them? No, it's like they got a bad team that's been bad since 2003. They have not drafted well at all for a lot of times that's been proven many times in their existence. And they finally get a guy that's worth the shit at like seven or eight in the draft. I forgot exactly where Halliburton camp comes in. They got him at a steal and he's balling really well. And what they do is say, Hey, we'll take you, Buddy Heels who's a great, good shooter. And Tristan Thompson, who's kind of, I don't know, whatever they take Sabonis, who I think is over 30 now. And he's going to play power forward for you. He's going to get good minutes. He already played his first game yesterday. It was pretty good. Justin Holiday's pretty good. That's fine. That's not helping a bottoming team in the West get anywhere. It doesn't make any sense to me. Well, the West, in my opinion here, in the next five years is up for grabs. The West is weak. Right? It's you got, becoming like, increasingly You got the Warriors. Weak. You got Phoenix. You got Utah hanging in there. Denver's pretty good. Besides that, like. What do you got? I think yeah, Phoenix. the Lakers Phoenix, are ass. Phoenix, <laughs> Phoenix will win a championship here in the next three to five. Is Easy. that you want to happen or you think will happen? A little bit of both. Yeah. A little bit of both. That's my opinion. I yeah. feel as if they have the, the, the horses to make it work. As long as, I mean, yeah, it's like how long CP plays. Right, and I think they'll win one before CP retires. And I think I they actually have the sake. opportunity to win it this year. They'll repeat. Oh, I think they'll be back. 
I think the NBA Finals is in the Western Conference Finals. <laughs> it's kind of like the Bills Chiefs thing. Like if it if yeah. it ends up being Phoenix Golden State, that's going to be badass. Oh, and, and if Clay is hot at the time, and those boys are doing what they usually do, good luck. Fucking good luck. Because if so, if they get hot in the playoffs, which they usually do, it's over. Yeah. Just give them the trophy at that point. Shout out to the Pacers, though, for this trade. They got a hell of hey, good management. Yeah, because they were like, hey, we're going to dump everything. We're going to kind of restart and, you know, get some get some pieces through the trade deadline. They sent out to bonus, which is one of their higher contracts. Um, they still got Brogdon. They still got Miles Turner. You know, they still got people on that team, but they got younger guys. They sent out the older guys. Holiday's older, too. Isn't Miles Turner the glass eater that we always talk about? Yeah, I wanted him, but he's staying. So we'll think about that now. The Pacers get to match him with Halliburton. Mm hmm. Dude. Yeah, and Halliburton's That's really gonna, good with the ball. And the thing is, nasty. with the Kings, like, De'Aaron Fox is unhappy, which is understandable. He's been the best player on that team. I don't think he's that big of – he's not that good where he's going to lead a team. He's going to be at tops a third guy. Um, he gives me, like, Kemba Walker vibes, I guess, if you think about him in Charlotte. But, you know, it's kind of like uh, – Hey, let's put up a pickup team, and they're like, let's just grab all the tall guys, and they end up sucking. You know, where <laughs> it's just like, hey, we got a bunch of medium. Savonis is really good; he's an all star, but like, you know, he's not moving the needle. They're not; they're gonna win probably five, ten more games, and still be under five hundred. So, what's they're, the point? They're very similar to like the Chicago Bears of the NBA, where it's like, make it make sense, and yeah, it rarely ever makes sense. It's like forever living in purgatory. Yeah, they haven't been. I mean, they got fucked out of a title in the early 2000s with that ref, you know, uh, betting on the games he was refing. (laughs) So, you know, they they literally got fucked out of that title. Uh Tim Weber, Vladdy Diva. I mean, Chris, dude. Chris, I'm sorry. I worked with a guy by the name of Tim Weber. I think Bibby was on that team, too. Bibby was on that team. Fucking badass. Jason Williams, too. Mike Bibby was a stud. Oh, yeah. Jason Williams with the handles. Yeah, have you seen Mike Bibby recently? No. Guy's a beefcake. He's little. Absolute. Dude, he is like, he's definitely on roids for sure. No, that's okay. But no, I don't, I'm, don't catch me judging. Do your thing, man. He's getting older. You know, get that T in you. Get that HGH in you, I guess. Get that T in you. (laughs) But like, yeah. Thomas talked to you about it. He's juicy. Yeah, your woman will like it too. (laughs) Trust me, fellas. She'll like it too. Fucking so weird. Thanks, Frank. Dude, I'm just watching a baseball game. Frank's getting all sexy with me. (laughs) Trust me. She'll like it too. And she like looks at her husband like, oh. Yeah, she's like, I'm going to fuck Frank Thomas tonight. (laughs) (laughs) Frank's like, like, don't worry about we don't worry about taking this product. I'm gonna fuck that guy. I just I just used hit solo home runs. It's okay. He's a brick house. Oh yeah. No, I mean Bibby, I actually have seen those photos. It it he kind of looks like Lou Ferrigno's poo. But uh <laughs> that's uh that's he's a different juicy. Story. I told you he's an absolute beefcake. He's a juicy, juicy. Um, all right. More bad trades, Vince. Yeah. I mean this Por- this one's gonna be quick. But is Porzingis <laughs> done? Is he done? Because he had his flash in the pan where he was great. I don't know, man. I think he's done. Uh, I don't know if uh, if Dallas was his place to be. I don't know if him and well, Luka got, to, got along or not. I don't really know. Well, they were trying to shit. match the Eastern European guys together, and they're right. like, here, you're from the similar culture. Build Come to something. Dallas because we had Dirk. Yeah, which yeah. is fine, and it kind of worked a little bit. 
for a second and then I just kind of like all like at the end of like the middle of last year it kind of all came down. Porzingis is playing all right. He's an injury risk. He is at risk to get cold. I don't know. So they get rid of him and they bring in Spencer Didwitty and Davis Bertans. Dinwiddie's been playing like ass this year. He was really good on the Nets when the Nets went on their little run with like Karis LeVert, Jared Allen, and all them. Hell of a name. Dinwiddie. Dinwiddie, yeah. He and he's like, you know, he's character. He's like out and about. He's talking a lot, all that shit. He's he's plugged in on social media, all that stuff. That's fine. Um, he needs to play better, especially if he's going to the Mavericks. He's like a point guard shooting guard. So I mean, Luke is gonna be holding the ball a lot. It's just you gotta hope he can knock down jumpers. The thing with his trade. Is Davis Bertans because he went absolute ape shit in the bubble two years ago. Um, and they were like, wow, he's a he's a god, he's gonna be great. They signed him to kind of an outlandish deal for a guy of his uh of his back, not even background, just with his resume. <laughs> it was like, all right, he's not that good. Um, somewhere around four or five years for 80 mil, and he's not that good. So they're overpaying them. These guys Somehow, are getting so overpaid. It's not even funny, bro. Well, right. It's like they kind of look for somebody. It's just, it's just teams out of desperation mode. And that's kind of what the Wizards did before they even let them go to free agency. Well, like, like, we don't me, want them to test it. So we're just going to sign them to some ridiculous deal. From a management standpoint, I don't understand why it's not just like, you know what? We suck. We're going to make the playoffs, but we're not going to be anything to write home about. So yeah. why don't we just offload what we can, get some picks in return, bank on some free agency, get the second tier guy. Don't go for the first because they want to go where the sun is shining in the West Coast, yeah. California, dreaming usually. Right. So why don't you try and target the second day guys as opposed to the first? And yeah, then they, you start to build draft capital. Like they what? Had Beal. They traded for Russ. Like. Russ, they were trying Russ to, was never going to be a guy. Bro. Right, but that was still a big trade. Yeah, Russ is the brick king. No, he's Russell Westbrick. We all know this. Um, but the thing with that, though, is like they were like, we we think we're competitive. And that's why Bertons was like, he's an important piece because we're competitive. And they were even competitive in the beginning of this year, but they're just, they're not. They're not that good. They're not that deep. So, like, I don't know. Like, you think Beal's going to leave this year. Probably they get rid of Bertan somehow they get Porzingis in, which is kind of like a net neutral. Like he's not going to do anything for them. They're not going to be that good with them. I think Beal's just going to kind of get out of town and move on with his life. So do you think they're just trying to appease Beal and like say, Hey, here's a guy to like try and build with. Here's a centerpiece that you can try and build with. But after this, Honestly, I feel like they were just trying, probably trying to dump Bertans and Dinwiddie. Yeah. <laughs> they gave As you Dinwiddie said, those a, salaries are just, they stupid. gave him a good, good salary too, after he was good in Brooklyn. So, Time will tell here. Time will tell. And and, yeah. and for me, Porzingis is kind of done for. I, I hate to say it, but. Mm. Yeah, he's definitely not a star in the league anymore. He's definitely no. not an all-star. He's giving me Amira Sheik vibes. <sighs> what a guy. No, what a Porzingis guy. Porzingis was better for longer than Omer Sheik. <laughs> yeah, potentially, but still. He was a flash in the pan for sure. <laughs> uh, Porzingis is giving me those vibes. But eh, let's see. You know. Time is always the, the key factor in this, but I mean, let's face it's it. Of it's the gonna, essence. It's going to be the top three teams that it usually is for the That's NBA. I'm just so yeah. happy that the Lakers are not going to be in it come summer. They just all. might, dude. I mean, at least there's a play-in tournament, so. No. And this is going to be a thing. We'll talk matchups when he starts getting closer to the playoff section, but I don't know. I think uh, they didn't make any moves. The Lakers didn't. 
the New York Knicks haven't made a move since they got Cam Reddish. So if you're talking two bigger market teams, both of those guys might finish 8, 9, 10 and have to do a play-in to get in. And that's the thing, too, now. It makes it makes one through six a lot more essential to get into the playoffs, which is huge. Where, like, before it was, like, if you're anywhere one through seven, like, you're just going to get your matchup. It's going to be what it, what it is. But now that, like, you know, if the Bulls end up coming out being a top four seed, they don't have to play in the play-in. They'll know where they're sitting, and they're going to play a worse team. So, I don't know, man. It's like the, the Lakers <laughs> are... Are flirting shit with show. no playoffs this They're year. They're a shit show, and I hope they don't because I'm sick of them. Me too. So sick. And then LeBron will go back to Cleveland again because Cleveland's He's just waiting again. for Bronny to come in and then force a trade over there so he can play at the Sun. That's all that's going to happen. Do you think Bronny's going to play for the Cleveland Cavaliers? I think Bronny's going to play wherever he gets drafted, and then LeBron's going to say, hey, send me to that place. What if LeBron plays for the Kings? That would be hysterical. That'd be so funny. At, at like 40? Well, it's kind of like MJ and the Wizards. You weren't, they weren't going to do shit. <laughs> like, yeah, but he wasn't playing with his son. None of his kids were worth the shit to make it to the NBA anyway. That's true. No, you're yeah. right. But even so, it's going to be similar where it's just like LeBron's going to be 40 at that point. Like, Yeah, it's it's coming to an end for sure. He's already getting injured and shit and sending out a lot of games this year, which is a big point because before LeBron could be with a bunch of like, you know, just mid-range kind of shithead players and it wouldn't have mattered. But now it's like LeBron's going to be out for, I don't know, like, 25 30 games this year and ad's not playing like the dog that ad used to be so they're kind of there's another guy that i think is going to get moved in this offseason i think ad's what if ad came to chicago whoa that's what i i mean i hope i I don't think he's getting moved and also if you if they move him it's going to be you're gonna they're gonna require a lot to get him out of los angeles Yeah, well, and, and we know how they beat on the table to get him there, and I feel like LeBron yep. was hoping he would be more than what he was. I just don't – he can't stay healthy. He just cannot I mean, he's stay really healthy. good when he's when he's good, you know? Well, he's healthy when year, he's – he's very good when he's healthy, but he's really healthy. I think healthy. the big thing, too, is that he wouldn't play center, which doesn't make any goddamn sense. He's 6'11". doesn't make any sense. And then LeBron's playing center this year, which actually worked out pretty well for them. Um, but it's just like – AD, you gotta play center, bro. <laughs> like, you can't just you can't sit on like power forward the whole time. Yeah. Uh, by the way, a big thing too with the Nets, I didn't say it earlier, but they're on like a fourteen game losing streak right now, so they're mm-hmm. trying to get out of that shit. Pretty not fourteen years. Well, like hardens the like cancer, so chances are they'll turn it around pretty quickly. It's good Likely. news for us, though. It's good news for us Bulls fans because yep. we're just trying to stay the status quo here. Exactly. So. Lots of injuries. There's yeah. not much to report, really. The Bulls didn't do anything this, so hopefully they're going to do a, a buyout situation. Um, yeah, chances you know. are they'll they'll get some guys in the back end of this who got released, and you know you you add a piece where you needed coming off the bench. Yep, get Pat Williams back, get the injured guys back, and let's go. Let's make a run. Let's make a run. Ready. Speaking of not much news to report, baseball this, is still in lockstep. <laughs> this is the most baseball news we've had in it's a while. Three months. It's a while. Um. So I just learned of this situation Um, really quick. What they're doing currently is the MLB is coming up with another proposed plan to go back to the MLB PA. Supposedly there's a lot of players in Arizona right now meeting for those meetings. So whatever, it's going to happen at some point. Hopefully we'll see when it happens. There's no, you have no idea when it's going to happen. But one thing that did happen, Rob Manfred had a press conference uh, yesterday 
Um, just talking about the situation, how he's feeling about the season. He said he expects the season to run normally. He expects spring training to start on time, which is like hot bullshit everywhere. There's no way he knows it's going to happen um, based on what we're seeing. Two things that he said were very interesting to me, that they both agreed on the draft lottery, so similar to the MLB, or the NBA, rather, and the universal DH, which has been a huge topic going around. Universal DH needed to happen five years ago, and if this there's any validity to this, if it's actually going to happen, this is great for the sport. Hey, pitcher's hitting is fucking stupid. I don't care who you are. <laughs> I like it. And I always, everybody Why? hates on it. Why do you like it? It's They're just, horrible. I know, and I get it. And I understand the universal DH has been something that has been in discussion it's for a cooking, long time. Yeah. But it's the two things that separated, right, the AL and the NL. And for me, that was great because interdivision play meant something. Yeah, it made it interesting. Right. And you lose that element now. So baseball's already dry as it is. So when when those matchups will come up, when those matchups will come up, it was even more fun to watch. It it, it even added more layers of suspense when you'd watch the Cubs and the White Sox go at it, right? Or you watch the Mets and Yankees go at it. Or pick your poison here. I'm just stating the obvious here where it added another layer of suspense. And it added another layer of management of the game. And now I feel like you take that away. It's like, okay. It was just something to me that added more character to the sport. Yeah. Oh, I agree wholeheartedly. That's my situation. And I know, well, the folk pitchers hit. But then there's guys like Madison Bumgarner, who is just a beast at the plate. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I definitely feel relatively opposite of that, which is, I mean, it goes both ways. And, most people are on one side or the other for sure. And they have their opinions. But as far as the way I think about it is I like the idea of having an entirely even league across the board. So like a lot of times it's, there's a lot of players and it's becoming more prevalent now than before. Well, there's players that aren't good on the field, but they can mash. And it's like, well, that's only going to go to an AL team. So that basically brings 15 teams out of the out of the bidding war for this guy to come to their team, which is neither here nor there. I guess it doesn't really matter. But the thing is, too, is that there's the disconnect, I guess, of I want to I want to watch a pitcher pitch and then all of them walk up and they don't know how to hit. It's not that they they don't even prepare to do it because a lot of teams don't let them do it because it's like technically bad for their rotation and their arm. So, like, a lot of times there's just hitters going up and they're like, don't swing the bat, you're going to fuck your arm up. And I'm not trying to I see mean, that because it's like a professional sport. Playing baseball my whole life, I've, I've listen, I, I never felt that. You right. weren't throwing 100, though. No. <laughs> Reached the that 70s changes the way once. your arm reacts. Listen, yeah. I get it. And I understand how that is brought into the game and that thought process. But if you also break this down, the last two World Series have been won by National League teams. Mm-hmm. So... What? I call it one and a half. That was a fake World Series for the Dodgers. Uh, yeah, true. Anyway, <laughs> I just feel as if that, to me, it loses some of the character to the game. Mm-hmm. And maybe I'm a traditionalist in that. But no, yeah. at the end of the day here, they're going to try and give the players what they want. They're trying to meet some sort of concession where it's like, okay, 
you want this. We agree. It adds more to the game. Okay. Okay. Or maybe it doesn't, but we're still going to give you what you want. And then, you know, the players also want more money, which is always what it's going to be about. Naturally. And it's more so for the, for the minor league guys to get paid something. Yeah. I mean, that's, that's where the, the disconnect kind of lies currently. Like, cause a lot of the times it's like the, the top guys are going to get paid. And we went over this a little bit. Um, what was it? Two or three weeks ago where it was, it's at the margins. That's a big deal. So like, there's a lot of like, Hey, the, the minor league guys, the new guys have to, like they have to make this amount of money. And it's like, well, if you're going to put a a ceiling on the salary, you have to put a cap on the salary. And then players are like, well, don't do that because then Manny Machado's not going to get paid $350 million or whatever it was. So like that's kind of where the argument goes, and it goes both ways. One thing that I saw, wild situation that I just learned of. Um, so when the collective bargaining agreements expires, the com- competitive balance tax that they have, and I put that in quotes, um, it expires as well. So without that tax, any team can spend as much money as they want with no penalty. So really like if they didn't, so the MLB put in a lockout, which all business had to stop. If they didn't put the lockout into play, any team could basically go buck wild and they can go basically rogue and not have to be taxed by anything. Um, so basically this, dang, it's crazy. Right. And I didn't know that's this. a fun and that's, fact. And I'm like, why Like, why do they have to go into a lockout? They don't have an agreement, so there's no way they're going to go in. And this is why, because Steve Cohen's crazy ass might go and sign 15 guys to like a $200, $200 million deal with no tax. It's going to be taxed like income tax or whatever maybe because he's in New York. Sure, like, unless as you're far in the state as, of like, Florida. The, or, or state right, of Texas. Or Texas. Yeah, or Texas. But competitive balance tax, you know, taxes them based on like the team, what they're spending, sure. all that shit. So unless there's either an extension of the – collective bargaining tax before if they don't come to a deal or they agree to a new collective bargaining tax in the cba this could be real and there could be just like gms going or owners going absolutely nuts if the lockout ends granted they're probably not going to end the lockout until they get an agreement which is no. in a new collective bargaining balance tax but kind of crazy though i didn't it know is, that i mean hey that, that's absolutely nuts to me to think of that the the bean counters always make sure that they get that stuff in place, so yeah, they know that these guys can't go buck wild with their money. That uh, just explains is... why they have to go into a lockout because it seems like such a dumb term. It's like we're in a lockout. It's like you kind of already were. Well, it gives That's a lot of old baseball you. fans PTSD because in '94 when it happened, yeah. I mean that was that that was almost the death of baseball. And if they don't get this was, right, yeah, I wonder who the best team in the AL was that year. The White Sox. Fucking bullshit. Um, the yeah, 1994 they White Sox were destined to win a World Series that season, and then they actually they they went in to uh, lockout. I and got a really sorry. Terrible. No, go ahead, go ahead. No, okay. no, no, go ahead, go ahead. I got a crazy ass question, and I was I was asked this the other day. If you were gonna give one, so they stopped they stopped texting. This is the reason I brought up. They stopped testing for um, steroids until the lockout ends. So players can use them fine. Oh, hell yeah. Fail. Let's go. And so we're going to have my, some monsters this that's year. That's what I'm saying. So my question, any player in the MLB, who do you think would benefit the most from just roiding up? Hmm. Good question. Wouldn't that be, dude, there's a couple Andrew guys Vaughn. Yeah. Andrew Vaughn of the White Sox is the first one that comes to my mind because if that yeah. kid put on a little size, he would be a. Monster, he already hits Monster. the ball far, and he's got great pop. 
if he put on some size, he would be an even Just bigger muscling over. Him out. Muscling yeah. him out. Him and Timmy Anderson. I mean, both of them. I mean, Tim Anderson me, would be crazy. I mean, imagine Luis Robert on the shit, though. Fuck, I don't even know how much better he can get. <laughs> I know. I don't know how much better he can get, but, man, he would be something else if he was on the juice. Yeah. If, listen, if I'm every MLB player right now that plays a position. Shove it in like, my ass, dude. Let's go. Let's go. <laughs> that could be weird, but I'm just saying, inject me with what you need to inject me with, yeah. and then when we got to cut it off, let's cut it off, because if I'm not getting tested for it, and I'm, I'm off, and... Yeah. I can keep 50% of my gain for the season. Best believe my ass is doing it. The way I thought about it too, um, anybody with a really good hit tool that just isn't a power hitter is going to benefit. Like, you know, like Michael Timmy. Brantley, Michael Brantley on the Astros, like well, that guy. Brantley's hits, older anyways. Well, that's what I'm saying. So that would help him. He hits lasers. If he, you know, just put him on the juice for a month and a half or whatever, get a little bit of mass on them, those lasers are homers. <laughs> that would just be... Uh, terrifying. <laughs> Brantley's like, always just been a great hitter from, from right. the jump. Oh, even in his days in Cleveland, used to yeah. eat lunch in the Fucking AL annoying. Central. Just goddamn yeah. annoying. Yeah. It, it's it's going to be – I'm going to be very interested to see who comes in this season looking, looking like big. just yeah. jacked sauce. How did that guy get so big? <laughs> oh, so they stopped testing for a while. Hmm. Interesting. Yeah, throw Eloy on him and he hits 550 yard bombs. <laughs> I mean, Big Baby would be great. He can't do much else, but that'd be great. Exactly. That's what I'm saying. Put him at DH and just let him mash. Although, in my opinion, I believe that they should let him take it regardless. I agree. Imagine I agree an MLB with, with, with legal steroid usage. It would be the most fun sport to watch ever. Well, a big thing to think about, too, is like that's not it's not only reserved for hitters. Like, if you want to put a couple extra zips on your fastball, that can certainly help you, too. So, like, you got guys bottoming out or topping out at, like, 95, 96. You know, put them on a regimen for a couple months. They can go, you know, 97, 98 on the ticker. That changes a lot of shit. Vince, I got it. Ready? Yeah. The XLB. Like, the XFL. Oh, yeah. Let's go. No rules. No rules. rules. Let's stab them up. You can bean people at will. Let's, let's you get can charge after the mound with, with you no charge penalty. the mound. It'll be like it'll be like slugfest growing up. Yeah, but real like life. Blitz. Yeah, like yeah. NFL blitz for the MLB. Yeah, it'll be like MLB slugfest, slugfest back shit. in the day. Yeah. Slugfest was, was a great shit. game. Yeah, the concept for that could work. Just saying. Yeah, just saying. I'd be know. down. I'd be down. Kind of gives be... me the whole. Uh, well, you know, I don't know if I want to pair business bottles or bottles. Jesus, business models with the XFL. <laughs> Got the words today, my guy? Yeah, I guess yeah, not. true. Yeah, true. Well, hey, the rock bottom, so there must be semi-Ds, then I don't know. Yeah, and you see mm. uh, Ron, uh, not Ron Rivera, Jeff Fisher got hired. By who? Jeff Fisher is coaching in, like, an independent football league. The right USFL? Because that's coming I up in so. April. There yeah, we I go. I think so. I think so. Yeah, he is the football coach and general manager of the Michigan Panthers in the USFL. Oh, boy. Well, hopefully they can win something before the Lions. Yeah, Jesus Christ. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, I don't know. That's the MLB right now. The MLB is uh, a mess. And, really, if they don't come to an agreement by the end of this month, spring training is going to be pushed back. And oh, it's happens, 100% being pushed back. I am yeah. just anticipating the worst at this stage of the game, and I really feel as if that it will definitely be something where if they lock it out until June, I'm going to have a real problem paying attention this year. 
I, hate to I, say I, I, I wish I could say that, but I'm gonna watch uh, every game. I, I know you are. I know you are. <laughs> but like, I agree. It's gonna. It just. It's just annoying. It's like a money argument. I, I'm definitely on the player side of all this, but that also, you know, hits a spot where it's like, all right, don't get greedy with it. But like, really, what I want to see is just get the minor leaguers paid. Um, right. Help with arbitration. Why does it need to be so goddamn long? It like you're just causing arguments every single year. So if they fix that, that's fine. But you know, every well, time someone young pulls, you got to the- push. You know. Give the young talent some opportunity to get in the league and prove themselves when you want them to. It's like the whole Chris Bryant thing we discussed last week. Yeah. So give them the opportunity to come up and prove themselves. And if that means you write it so you still have that extra year of control, but you can still bring them up, then make that make sense. Yeah. If that's the 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 balancing point that you have I mean, to hit. Yeah. I mean, it's a business transaction at the end of the day. So. True. Anytime you say, hey, I want to do this, and they're like, you know, what have you done for me lately? Like, what can you give me to make this make sense? So, you know, the owners are greedy as shit. Everybody knows this. You're not going to own a team if you're not making money on it. So, Most billionaires are. Yeah. So, like, there's there's give and there's take. And you know for a fact that when this CBA goes away, we're going to be talking about the same bullshit next time. It was just like when they were trying to get it started with the season for COVID. It's the same shit. It's like all of a sudden, brand new cropped out problems that just happened, quote unquote. That's always been a problem. It's gonna the same thing's gonna persist. So, really, all I care about is just make it a little bit better for the minor leaguers and get the fucking show on the road, guys. Come on! I need spring training to happen. You so hear me? Bad. I, I need it to, to happen so bad. Yeah, me too, for multiple reasons. So, if you're hearing this MLB, fucking get it done. Do it for Chicago Mike. Do it for Chicago Mike is right. And the taxi will give up on the Packers if you bring back the MLB. You're such a dick. (laughs) All right, people. (laughs) We're going to end on that fantastic Uh, note. We appreciate your time as as always. As you know the drill, like, follow, share, give those five stars because we really do appreciate you. And, yeah, we'll see you next week. Have a good night. Peace.